0: Starting with customer insight, I realized there's this big gap between literally what's documented in science, everything I've just told you a scientific fact, and, and awareness of the problem in society. Welcome everybody to the
1: Strategy Show. This episode is something special. We have Dan Murray, an amazing entrepreneur but not just an entrepreneur, he's the host of UK's number one podcasts of entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs, number two is Tim Ferriss, just to give you context, mm-hmm. and uh, he's also an entrepreneur himself, he's co-founder of Heist, and we will hear the success story right now from the beginning, hello Dan. Hello, how are you doing, and just to uh,
0: confirm this, the pronunciation, it's, it's heights, heights and the reason that- the reason I say that is because one of my friends runs a company called Heist. And Heist make, Heist make types, um, as in like what, women's underwear, basically. And, <laughs> heights, and heights, H-E-I-G-H-T-S, is all about uh, cognitive performance. Hope you still are friends. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely.
2: <laughs> you want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing, strategy and sprints. Strategy means having more revenue through a better offer. In sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with, which is over 100%. You can see it in just 15 minutes by going to strategysprints.com slash sales and completing our online exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you?
1: All right, we are going to dive deep in this episode into how to do customer research well, how to understand what the customer really needs. Then, how did you find out what does your customer really need?
0: So, um, I guess, like most businesses with heights, this started from a personal experience. I got insomnia a couple of years ago, and um, after a while, I tried, you know, lots of different things. So, my symptoms were I'd go to sleep at midnight, I'd wake up at 2 a.m. every single night for five and a half months. And so, like many people, I tried all of the things, like, you know... um, Drinking more alcohol, drinking no alcohol, cutting out coffee, going to a therapist, going to a sleep therapist, talking to my friends, like absolutely everything you could think of. Um, In the end, a friend bought me a book called Optimum Nutrition for the Mind and recommended that I go see her dietician. And I learned about taking certain supplements like DHA, omega-3, B vitamin complex, and anthocyanin, which is basically blueberry extract. Um, I'd never really heard of these things. I'd never really understood the point or why this is important. Um, and needless to say, I took them, and within two weeks I was sleeping till till five a m and four weeks I was sleeping till seven a m and I was pretty blown away by the impact that nutrition had had on my brain and I guess the um the insight of this awareness, this thing you know I tried all of the things I think most people try, and i 'd never tried really shifting up my nutrition or or the nutrients I was putting inside my body and I came to understand this fact that your brain is sixty percent fat. And ninety percent of that fat is a compound called DHA, so it is the number one building block of your brain. Um, and this kind of stuff really helped me, um, like you know, get the initial customer insight from a pain problem, right? So from a problem of uh, many people deal with mental health problems, um, there is. I became very interested in in the science of all this stuff. So. Many people have mental health problems and many people that don't have mental health problems are looking to optimize their cognitive performance, their mental performance for productivity, for work. And um, these are sort of two problems on the same side of the coin, because if you ask people what they do to improve these things, they will always tell you all of the different tricks for the mind, but they will never tell you something about their brain, which is a physiological organ. It has really three inputs. They're like oxygen, water and nutrition. And so... You know, remembering to, you know, drink 200 milliliters of water um, every hour is one way, but also making sure that your brain gets the nutrients it needs is another. So starting with customer insight, I realized there's this big gap between literally what's documented in science, everything I've just told you a scientific fact, um, and awareness of the problem in society. And so there's a whole massive swathe of society that currently... Um, looks for solutions whether they have a mental health problem and they're looking to help cure it or they're looking to optimize their cognitive performance and they never consider nutrition and they never consider supplements because of that and so if you think about it um, I could go into any room in the world anywhere in the world and ask them what they think you would do for these problems and for optimal cognitive performance and I'd get the same list and very few people would say nutrition but I imagine in 10 years, nutrition will be a very obvious thing that everyone is saying. So it was really about like being the customer with the insight in the first place, having the scientific evidence. And then I went basically to interview lots of people who I saw as, um, uh, I guess, looking to optimize their cognitive performance in general. So the people that I went to were basically people, like, not entrepreneurs and not venture capitalists. I went to... Um, People working in finance, people working in strategy, people working in uh, law, journalists, private equity, and basically people that I considered to be knowledge workers who have to use their brain all day long. They have to think for their jobs. They have to be right a lot of the time. Very like brain-intensive work. Um, I did 200 customer interviews face-to-face. Um, I used a book called The Mum Test. And what it does, the whole point of the mum test is to stop you asking leading questions and make sure, you know, the idea is, you know, if you ask your mum uh, any question in any kind of way, she'll always tell you that it's brilliant. And then you end up going to market and finding out your idea wasn't brilliant at all because your mum is just completely biased to tell you what you want to hear. So, you know, the idea of the mum test is it sets you up to ask your customer questions in a very open-ended way and let the customer tell you what their behaviours are and what they do. And so what ended up trans. Um, I guess the unique insight that we got from this experience was interviewing 200 high-performing professionals who didn't necessarily, you know, think about, they're not biohackers, they weren't thinking about microgram per microgram, the latest compound they can put in their brain. They're just very clever people working in very smart jobs um, who do a lot of thinking. What we learned was the habits was the thing that was interesting. So actually a lot of that audience already took, um, uh, it, uh, supplements anyway. So a lot of people took, uh, you know, magnesium or omega threes or vitamin D or whatever it might be. But in a lot of cases, the women tended to know what they were taking and why, but the men were more like, well, my wife tells me to take this and So I do. And actually what we learned was we we're asking people to explain what their day is like. So give me a rundown of your day. And um, when it got to lunch was usually when they were saying, and now i take my supplements. But what happens is I need to take my supplements. So I take them with food. And the reason I need to do that is so I don't get sick. But the truth of the matter is that's not true. The reason you need to take them with food is so they get absorbed in your bloodstream properly. So people had the wrong story, but the right action. So they were waiting for lunch. And then suddenly someone would come up and say, hey, do you want to go for lunch down, you know, down and get a pret? We'll go get a sandwich. And so interestingly, everyone would be spontaneously going off for lunch and forgetting their supplements, coming back to their desk and being like, oh damn it i forgot again so the surprising research and customer insight that we got across 200 of these was how common that bit of feedback was that these are actually supplement customers but they never they never build a habit and they don't build a habit because of the randomness and so that then led to us working back from that insight to develop a product that uh essentially is a capsule inside a capsule and the reason why that's important is the outer capsule is the dha omega-3 oil. It's slow release, and when it releases, it releases with the oil, which is pure fat, and therefore gets the ingredients into your bloodstream without food. So why this is important is because it means we get to position heights to our customers as your first brilliant idea of the day, which means that we're solving the problem for customers that they can take heights first thing, just get it out the way. The first thing you do is look after your brain. There's one less thing to think about, and you can build a habit that way really carefully. And so there's no more bringing it to work and having it on your desk and then remembering to take it at lunch. It just sits on your bedside table and you take it first thing or last thing at night.
1: Beautiful. So you conducted one-to-one interviews and did you have the same set of questions or or did you... um... Yeah,
0: exactly the same set of questions and always ask very open-ended questions. So, you know, there are things like explain your day to me. You know, explain any routines. What habits do you think you formed? What things would you like to do better? They're really open, but the point of asking such open questions that you almost sound like you have no idea what you're doing is um, people will give you far more insightful responses that way.
1: The Borat way where he goes in and says, or the Ali G, the Ali G way, where in the the pause in between, he tries to make them comfortable by uh, appearing as stupid as possible.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: (laughs) Beautiful. So, what would you say was the winning moment in this customer research? What was working in your setup?
0: Um, So, in the customer research, um, like we basically did, so I've got a business partner, Joel. um, Our customer research was essentially we knew from the starting point that we would be creating a high quality product because uh, our whole strategy started off from the idea of wanting to create something really 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 hard to beat and have the biggest impact on people so what you what that dictates then is you're going to be using the highest quality ingredients if you're using the highest quality ingredients in the most bioavailable form they cost more money and if they cost more money you are you already know that you're going after a certain customer segment right so the product strategy dictates the customer segment that you're really going after and then it just becomes like a process of you know communicating regularly and often with them to figure out um, what like what you're putting in if it's something that they would want so for example at the start we knew we wanted to create a product but we didn't know what and the second most common bit of feedback we got after explaining the routine and how people forgot to take it at lunch the second most common thing that everyone said was they like to take things that are natural. So basically if it comes from nature, they feel like, you know, it's comfortable to take. And if it doesn't, they felt very uncomfortable. So that then helped us design a strategy of saying, um, okay, we need to create a product that uses natural nutrients that are scientifically proven. So we have like a list of the most science papers attributed to impacting brain health and mental health. So both for cognitive positive performance and helping alleviate mental and stress conditions. Um, And then research the order of priorities of how you put stuff in. So going back another step, one thing that we learned that was really interesting about the supplement industry is there's a big discrepancy between two key factors. One is the, um, the minimum dose, you're allowed to put in of any product to make a claim, to make a health claim. So for example, contributes to positive brain function. There is a minimum amount you can put in to make that claim, which is nowhere near the actual efficable dose according to science, like your recommended daily amount. So I don't know why that exists, but it is a loophole that every supplement company seems to exploit. Now, to give you like, An idea of where this is beneficial in some respects. So a lot of a lot of supplements that you'll take will be full of caking agents like literally chalk and stuff like that. But even in some cases, we found cyanide, which is completely crazy. Um, Anyway, so Obviously, bear in mind, we know nothing about supplements at this point. We're learning. We go into the high street, we go to Holland and Barrett, and we go to Boots, and we just start looking on all the packets. And if you look on the packets, you can find the same information as us. They're legally required to say what their minimum scientific amount is and the amount that they put in. And we found things like, for example, Seven Seas, which is the number one best-selling brand in the world for omega-3s, they put in 45 milligrams every single day in the dose, but the minimum efficable dose, according to science, is 250. So you need to take seven C's for six days, almost a week, just to get what you should be getting in one day, according to science. And they have to write that on their own packets, which they do, but no one reads it. So this stuff like blew our minds. We were like, "This is crazy!" Like, where else would you find an industry where that's normal? And then on the flip side, there's stuff like, for example, um, vitamin D. You know, the, the scientific efficable dose of vitamin D is so tiny you wouldn't be able to see it. On your hand so it's logical if you buy a vitamin d supplement you are likely to get your daily dose of vitamin d but it's going to be full of chalk just to get it into one particular product which is why vitamin d is often best taken in a multivitamin so this stuff really blew our minds and helped us create a strategy of we will only put in ingredients that we can put in in the ethical dose So if science says this is the recommended daily amount, then we will not mess with that. We will make sure that we put that in and we won't screw over our customer. So these things then created um, a very clear product roadmap because, for example, and this is my last point on this, what's very hard when you're doing product strategy is what you choose not to do. And in this case, we chose not to, for example, put magnesium in, which is an incredibly popular supplement. But the reason is because The minimum ethical dose of magnesium is a small amount. We could have put it in, but the RDA would fill up pretty much two capsules. So if you take magnesium, you should take it as a separate supplement because it is a very dense product. It's a lot of volume and there is no way to make that smaller. So it's a really interesting way to create your product strategy out of the customer insight.
1: Beautiful. Very competitive landscape. The supplements industry is full of players. So you did it. You did. You find. You did find your positioning. You did find your entry point, and you did um, get it right with growing and scaling it. So I am very glad that you are here next week, Dan, because next week I'm going to ask you how you did the positioning, the product strategy, right at the beginning, and how did you create your own category. So thank you very much, Dan. My pleasure. See you next week. Stay tuned.
2: We all know that working in sprints is better, but how do we know what we should work on? You're in luck because we have a 15 minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to slash sales to complete our short exercise and meet one on one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Strategy Show make sure to like this video below and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with every episode of the strategy show. Get daily CEO tips from CEOs for CEOs.